Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here from Largo, Foreman, Largo, Florida, with the Dr. Stillman. Good morning, Dr. Stillman. How are you? How does everyone love our uncensored and uncut, uh, whatever you call these things, with the episodes, Jim? I know that just bothers you so much. It actually doesn't. Uh, like, I do think you're right. It's funny and adorable and lovable. And it's different. It's Got to be different. Got to be different. Comments. We appreciate your uh, your thoughts. I don't think anyone's ever described me as adorable and lovable before. Well, you know what, Jim? It's the first time for everything. Are you saying the experience is adorable and lovable? We'll have That's to work saying, on that. Yeah. If it That's is. what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. If you go in the description below, we have a link to what we learned by taking 60 people through a thyroid course with lab testing. Um, it's pretty interesting. We have a video on that if you opt into that. And then you can also get on our thyroid course, which we're releasing at the end of the month. We usually don't start the sales off early, but the HTMA, there was so much demand for that that we started it off early. So we're releasing it early. You can use the code Jim, all caps, or Stillman, all caps, to get 10% off the course with coaching. And there will be a medical offer once you sign up in the course itself. So doctor, I think there's a lot of confusion. Our title today is, when should I get lab testing and why? I think there's people that like they do way too many lab tests, like they're testing, testing, testing all the time and they aren't. So I saw them. someone's post the other day on Instagram and it was something like, don't start by wasting tons of money on fancy functional medicine lab tests. Start right. with the basics. And she listed all the stuff that you and I basically yeah. harp on every single day. And I was like, is this, has she been listening to us? <laughs> It's possible. We do have a lot of uh, practitioners in our fundamentals of wellness course. We get a lot of practitioners signing up to, to train with us and, and learn from us and, and work with so, us, which is cool, which is really it's neat. a lot of fun. They're also challenging people to work with because they already, they are, they already know a lot, but they also sometimes are cursed with thinking that they already know enough. That's true. Or that a lot of them aren't taking action, you know, oh, or yeah. a lot like us, we, you know, we, we have to work really hard because, you know, we're, we're working hard. So we have to work really hard to make sure that we find balance ourselves. Yeah, and right. we do things like float tank, neurofeedback, you know, taking walks, making time to, to chill so we can continue to work hard. And that is actually the best place to start this topic. So when should I get lab testing and why? You should get lab testing when you are in a stable place in your life. If your goal is to understand your long-term health, right? So um, I'll just share an example of this. Yesterday, I had a minor uh, uh, dermatological procedure, went to the derm office. Um, I have a dermatologist because I tell everyone who gets a lot of sun, which is something that I tell people to do. Um, if you want more information on why, go watch my video on how I heal with UVB light. That is on my Substack. It's the most recent Monday masterclass. And so I tell my patients, look, go to the dermatologist at 35 because you, I mean, I've seen multiple people now who in their early thirties, uh, developed melanoma and melanoma has got like a 99% survival rate if you cut it out early. And usually if you catch it early enough, it is cutting it out with a very simple, I mean, when I had this, this, the first lesion that I had taken out, taken out, it was just so fast, it took like five seconds. So they sent it for path <clears throat> pathology. That is. They reviewed it under the slide and they found that there was, it was an extremely dysplastic nevus, which is like one step from a melanoma. So my dermatologist recommended that I have a larger chunk pulled out for biopsy. And that's what I had done yesterday. 
and today I was contemplating getting a NutriVal done, which is one of my favorite functional medicine lab tests. And I thought, you know, this is not a good idea. I'm having a dermatological procedure. Also after the procedure, I passed out, uh, because I think Epi and I don't agree with one another. That's the second time I've passed out after Epi and I don't usually pass out easily. Actually, no, that's not the second time I passed out after Epi. I passed out twice in a medical setting. Once was this time. And the and this, the procedure didn't hurt at all. She did a really great job of numbing me up, but I felt the epinephrine hit my system like a freight train right after she'd injected it. I felt like I just had four or five cups of coffee. And that's the last thing basically that I remember before I passed out and I woke up feeling like I'd just woken out of a really terrible, bad dream. The, the adrenaline spike was a little too much for you. Yeah. You, you I, know, it's I, really funny. This is insane, by the way. It is. When I was competing in powerlifting, there were guys that would hit the EpiPen right before they lifted. But, you know, that's a really great, a great point here, though, right? Is I'm 180 pounds. What was the average size of that guy hitting the EpiPen? Oh, 250 plus. 250 yeah. plus. Right. Yeah, and they'd sniff ammonia caps. So the dose and makes the poison. Mad. And you got to realize this as a patient, right? And the reason I'm bringing this up is that you shouldn't get labs done for your long-term health when you've had something acutely unsettling happen. You know, I'll have people come in and we get a high sensitivity CRP and it's elevated, which is a marker for inflammation. And I'll say, what was going on this day? And they say, well, you know, I stubbed my toe or I bonked I my I did a hit workout right. right before the lab test. <laughs> or I had, I had, you know, we, we don't mean to make, uh, Jim doesn't mean to make fun of you if you've made that mistake before, because I think we both have. And, I've, we, uh, I've made that mistake myself. I did. Yeah, like we were a, laughing with you, by the way. Yeah. I did an insane leg workout one day, like the day before my leg workout. My doctor called and said, oh, my gosh, you're going to have like a heart attack. You're dying. I, like, ah. I did. I did three. <laughs> I did four sets of 10 yesterday with 500 yeah. pounds on the squat. And like, oh, that's why you're everything's. And so I, I have to whenever I see a lab that's abnormal, my first question is what was happening the first the last the couple days, weeks before this happened? And then people will give me an answer. Right. Anything that throws off your game is going to throw off your long-term labs. And this gets back to one of the things that Jim and I harp on consistently, which is consistency. You need a consistent daily routine, lifestyle, diet that is going to dial in your stuff. And the other thing is when you're looking at different labs that you're ordering, let's take vitamin D, for example. I've written and blogged so much on this. I feel like I've. I, it's. if you want to know what I think about vitamin D, go to my Substack, enter vitamin D. If you want to learn more from my YouTube videos or wherever you're watching this, just look up or my YouTube channel is probably the best place actually, which got where I've got the most videos look up vitamin D. I've got a ton of material on this. So, you know, don't bother testing your vitamin D if you're not doing anything to support a normal vitamin D. If you live indoors and do not get a 30 minutes to an hour of strong ultraviolet light every day on 30 to hundred percent of your skin, um, or you don't eat absolutely ridiculous amounts of seafood, um, then you're going to be vitamin D deficient, period. End of story. It's kind of like with when I work with somebody, if you can't do a push-up, there's no need to test your max bench. And this is the biggest mistake people make. And I will get these people coming in and they're like, look, I got these labs on sale. And I'm like, first of all, you paid more for those labs on sale than I will provide them to you for if you're a patient at the practice. I mean, that, it's, anyway. So, um, then I'm like, you got all the wrong labs and you got the labs that, and you didn't even know basically what these labs meant. And now they're so old that you can't tell me what was going on. So I don't really know how to interpret them. 
So that's the other thing. You got to be deliberate about your labs, not only making sure that you're in a stable diet and lifestyle when you get them, but the other thing that you need is to have somebody to help you interpret them who has a brain, some solid training and understanding of the labs. Because, and a lot of that comes down to volume and, and, and scope of experience. People talk a lot of smack about labs. A lot of them don't ever look at them. They see very few patients. They see very few people who they're coaching. They just don't have the depth of experience to say, I've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these labs, and this is what it means, and this is what you have to do to normalize it. And this is the other big mistake that people make. Uh, you should get repeat labs of labs that are abnormal once you understand how they apply to you. So I like to check labs quarterly. On myself, I'm checking them more often than that right now because I am my own laboratory, so to speak. You're and a I'm little really, geek. There's no doubt it? about that. You're a little geek. There's no doubt about that. Hopelessly, hopelessly geeky about what I do. I know. It's great. I love it. It is great. So every three to four months is what I like to do, particularly when I'm dialing someone in, right? When they're like, I'm sick or I'm not, I'm, I'm not where I want to be. I want to be somewhere else. I say, okay, we're going to do quarterly lab testing until we get you there, which is a big part of why I created annual plans rather than working people in, in one-on-one uh, one-off engagements, which is mostly what I was doing before we did annual plans at the practice. It allows me to get to know you, get to know your case and have time helping you create the consistency in your life that you need in order to have labs that look good. So um, those are the two key things about when you should get labs, when you're in a stable place, consistent habits, and you're, you're asking or you're getting the labs um, with an understanding of what's, what's playing into them. Uh, the vitamin well, D. The, the cool thing. thing too is with labs is that combined with some data, like from the aura ring, people can actually see that they're making progress. Cause a lot of yes. times, you know, we'll have people that are like, you know, I just haven't started losing the weight, you know, just quite yet. You know, I, I, I don't feel quite a hundred percent just quite yet, but, but look, your respiratory rates coming down, your C reactive proteins coming down, your A1C is right. coming down, all right. these things inside are changing. And a lot of times that takes a little while before it manifests in whether it's body composition change or you know cognitive function or whatever your complaint is a lot of time these things take time to kind of uh you know very rarely is it like you do you know you change your habits and one or two days later you feel like you're the you know the man of steel um a lot of times these things it takes a process and a lot of the times the people we're working with have dug themselves such a deep hole that uh it takes them a little while to fill that hole back in absolutely yeah, because yeah, usually people that are reaching out for help are not like people that are in a good place. Most of the people that come to us have gotten themselves in a little bit of trouble, you know. So obviously, sometimes it's going to take, uh, yes, chronic sleep, lack of sleep will definitely wreck your labs. So, Jim, we always got to read the, the quote. From yeah, the I know. I'm bad at that. Doctor, Thank you, doctor asks James, will chronic lack of sleep affect lab test results? And the answer is yes. That's that's but doctor, doctor, doctor. Will chronic lapse. Another lapse. another thing that we need to talk about, which is sometimes people will say, "Well, I don't have this right, or I don't have that right." As soon as I do this, or as soon as I do that, I'm going to get my labs. This is a very big mistake. I think people think about their health uh, too much the way they think about their car, which is it's ironic for me to say that because I love car analogies. But what people will often do with their cars, they say, you know. What's another hundred miles without an oil change? 
<laughs> or, you know, no uh, one does that. Right, doctor? No one does that. No one does that. Rotate tires? What 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 is that? that, Why would you rotate your tires? That's why Jim's making fun of me right now. But no, really, people get this idea of okay, you know, I'm gonna kick the can of really renovating this thing and keeping it right down the road. And I find it really funny because you'll we take care of a lot of people who are very successful. And it's it's funny to me, they'll spend so much money on their house, their car, their business, their boat their whatever and then they're like you know i'm gonna get labs or i'm gonna get work started working with dr stillman later and here's yeah, the well, thing i, I don't have i can't take an hour out of my day to go get my labs done i'm too busy oh my gosh it's crazy and uh, james another thing that will that will especially if you're getting like a psa uh-huh. uh shenanigans right before your blood work will affect that as well so you, you, you want to hold what off on the shenanigans, shenanigans. huh what? what do you mean by shenanigans? Shenanigans, you know. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Like shenanigans. yeah. Bedroom shenanigans. Male, oh, male. Not, peak, not sure what Jim was talking about. Male peak ecstasy will <laughs> interfere with a with a blood PSA if you do it. If you have that experience right before your mm-hmm. test, mm-hmm. you might have a weird PSA number. Just just to make you aware. Just letting everyone know. Bicycling just, also will do that. Oh, bicycling. Oh gosh. It's terrible. So, terrible. Uh, as I was saying about, oh, that's right. So the thing that people don't understand about their health is it's the reverse of their, let's say, net worth, right? And a lot of the successful people, like the more the successful the person, the more this, the more important this becomes. Because we know that people who are very successful, even if, I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about the super wealthy. You know, we talked to somebody the other day who um, he's worked a, you know, a, a job that does not require a college degree for 20 or 30 or 40 years. It's hard. It's tough. You know, you have, he has to go to, you know, the ends of the earth to do it. And he's got like a $4 million net worth, right? You know, if you're a guy up in say the oil fields of Alaska, Canada, the Northern United States, if you're an oil rig worker in the Gulf of Mexico, you can put together a lot of money. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there in that position but the but regardless of what is going on with your net worth, you got to understand that your health is not like your net worth in your bank account. Your bank account, you can build it over time, assuming that you start with nothing as a child who comes into the world, you know, with no inheritance. But your health, you have peak health at something like 18 or 20. And it decays over time. And problems are are, are getting ready to emerge under the surface all that time. And the longer you wait to actually dial it in, the faster that wellness is decaying. And it is exponentially harder for me to restore you to wellness as you get older compared to when you're younger. And it well, really the most off the cliff after andropause and menopause, andropause and men, menopause and women. And andropause is a very long period for men, a very slow, gradual decline in testosterone. But the reason that's so important is that it is crazy to me how many successful people come to me and say, I was, I, I just, I, I, I waited until I got sick to seek your care. And so even if you're not going to work with me, the right time to get labs is not six months from now. It's not three months from now. It's not next year. It's sometime soon. If you haven't had them recently, because you just don't want, and the other thing about this is, you know, look at things like vitamin D, the benefits of having a normal vitamin D compound over time. 
you can't just start testing it at 50 and get the same benefit as if you'd started at 30. You know what I mean? So all that's yeah. relevant. That's where a lot of people, they, they run afoul of, of time because they have the illusion that they have this big, so to speak, bank account of health when in fact they've been winnowing it away and they didn't even realize it. Well, and most of the things people need to do to improve their health are just really simple things like getting outside every morning, going for walks. Right. It's not like you have to turn your whole life upside down. These things compound over time and just mm. getting more, more natural light, you know, eating less processed food, you know, all these things just compound and it's just simple things that you can add into your daily life. Unless you're trying to be like a high level physical performer. I mean, these, these, and, and honestly, you know, 1960, 1970, all these things happened as part of everyday people's everyday lives. We've just, our modern life has pulled us away from that. So you've got to incorporate some of that stuff into your life. If you want to have a, a, a nice exit strategy, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And exit strategy is a really good way of putting it because I look at, you know, the end decades of life is a little bit like landing a plane. Yeah. You want it to be uneventful, you know, and, uh, and a lot of people set themselves up for failure there by not having a good team to help them navigate it. I don't really talk about it much and I don't attract a lot of, um, older patients because we're a very social media most of our people are coming to us from social media. Um, but we, I love taking care of people who are older because there's something very fulfilling about helping them understand um, how to navigate their last decades. Um, because well, the, the thing that really matters to them at that point is getting the meaning and the, the peace of mind uh, with what they've been through in life and their relationships. And one other thing I wanted to mention about when you should get your lab tested, people miss a lot of the time is the timing of the day. I almost always ask for fasting morning labs. Seven or eight AM is perfect. And the reason that's important is that some people will get say thyroid labs drawn in the afternoon and they don't understand this is a circadian hormone. So your TSH levels are going to be radically different in the afternoon versus the morning. So, don't make that mistake. Labs are important. Get them done in the morning so that there's consistency between your lab tests. Uh, and so your doctor, and most doctors are used to fasting morning labs if you're talking about wellness. Uh, so your doctor doesn't have to sort of read between the lines and try and figure out the circadian phase of some of the things you're testing for. You know, I've worked with a ton of older people, 80 plus years old. And, and even, I mean, you really you can improve until the day the good Lord takes you away. Mm -hmm. I mean, if the dose is low enough, I've seen 80 year old people. If you give them a few simple things to do, the body is so amazing at adapting. Obviously you can't adapt at 80 as like you can when you're an adolescent, but it, it's insanely, um, it, you, there's no need to give up at any point, you know, because you can always do something to improve yourself. It's just a matter of making sure it's at the right level. And that's where most people mess up. They either don't do enough or they do way too much. There's that nice little sweet spot there. And consistency consistency is the key um, on that. And and um, you're welcome, David. But that's the, 
That's the thing. And, and most people just vote for the people who are listening, Jim. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Thank you for a long-term outlook for those of us with chronological longevity. And that's a, that's from a Dave. comment from Dave for those of you listening. Thank you. I'm bad at that. Bad. At, okay. I did. A, I did. a I did a live yeah, the other day. I'm going to keep reminding you until you get it right. I know I, I will. I'll, I'll get it right. I have to remember these are going out as podcasts and uh, we're actually getting all caught up on those. So you're going to see, if you listen to it's funny because Apple, um, can you guess which podcast we've done so far that has been released that has gotten the most views? Can you guess? No, Jim, I cannot guess. The carnivore one. I'm not surprised by that at all. Shocker. But we're actually on the like Spotify and all that stuff. We were so far behind on posting them that we're releasing two a day. And now that we're caught up, we're going to be releasing the new ones daily. So you've got lots of, lots of material there to, to check out if you want to listen to it uh, without the video. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, thank you for, for listening. Apple's actually our most popular um, modality for some reason. Apple likes us for now. Any other thoughts, Jim, on when we should get lab testing and why? I don't. I mean, we talked about time of day. We talked about timing. Oh, that's actually another one. Timing of the year. I think a lot of people don't understand that they got to interpret their labs in the context of the time of year. So mm-hmm. if you get a vitamin D level that's normal in July and you've got a beach habit of 20 or you know 30 minutes a day, that's not the same. And that's not going to hold you over the winter right. You know when you may be getting almost no UV light. Yeah. So you have to understand that it's why I like when I'm meeting a patient for the first time, taking care of them for at least the first year, I want to see quarterly lab draws yeah. uh, so that I can understand the cycles that they're going through and also make sure that we're not missing anything that's just sort of underneath the surface. Right. Uh, because you may get a really great, you know, set of labs once a year, but if mm-hmm. you've got problems in those other three quarters, you're not going to pick it up until it's too late. Well, I think the, the thing, too, that people miss is these things are changing minute to minute, right? Your, yeah. your, your, your hormones, your everything in your body is changing minute to minute. Yeah. And do not drop a nuclear bomb if you have one bad lab test. You know, you want to look at trends. And, you know, people will look at a lab and then throw somebody on like seven different medications. Yeah. And so be weary of making drastic changes, especially when it comes to uh, pharmaceutical interventions because you had one bad lab draw or you had one high cholesterol number or whatever, right? Trends over time thing we, is should, most important. we should mention too, is that a lot of people won't realize that they're getting labs drawn for things they're on. And you have to time that for what you're on. So if you're on testosterone and you do, you'll say you're on an injectable testosterone once or twice a week. If you draw that too close to when you've injected, you may have a super physiologic level. Right. Isn't which is normal. Right. Um, but you really want to be making sure that whoever you're taking the lab test to, they know when your dose was. And testosterone is just one example, right? Like, will all those people on DHEA and other hormones, um, right. all those people on vitamins and minerals, right? So if I'm doing or, cre- lab, or creatine, <clears throat> creatine. Yeah, because creatine will really make your creatinine go up. Talk, talk about the difference between somebody that lifts weights and somebody that doesn't and what their labs are going to look like, their, their creatinine levels and things like that, kidney function. Yeah. People that have a lot of muscle mass, doctors will freak out when they see the labs from somebody that has a lot of muscle mass like me. Yeah, well, let's talk about that because muscle is a great, great example. So muscle is an organ. 
And the problem with muscle when it comes to lab testing is that if you really demolish your muscles, you will get elevations in your creatinine from your kidney function, which is, or that rather I should say, that's what people, that's what doctors used to calculate kidney function. You'll get abnormalities in your liver function tests, uh, specifically AST and ALT. Um, you can get problems with uh, things like CK, creatine kinase. You can get abnormalities on your urinalysis. Like if you really do a lot of heavy work, you can actually get trace blood in your urine. So as Jim mentioned, I think much earlier in the podcast, being mindful of what you just did is very important. And I would say that nothing more than a light workout in the couple of days before a blood draw and, you know, certainly nothing crazy in the week or two before, like if you go run a marathon on Sunday, I wouldn't want to see your labs until two or even four weeks post that to look at your recovery, unless you're interested in quantifying just how much the marathon, which I don't recommend for the record, demolished your, 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 uh, your body. <laughs> so that's very true. I, I was going to say something else and I, I can't remember now. Um, let me think here for a second. We only do this, you know, once a day. So if, if you, it comes to you, we can just make another one about it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It was, it was something to do with, with quantify. 